Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and especially to our espresso-level sponsors, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and for hosting our site, and to Expander Digital for both their sponsorship and providing SEO services to us. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk, and I'm here once again with wonderful people that I meet all over the world with WordPress. And uh, so David Martin is here with me today. And David and I were, I think our first like actually meeting meeting was probably standing in line to say hello to Matt Mullenweg at the end of WordCamp US. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. great. It's my first WordCamp and uh, just had to, after this, the talk, just have to stay there and, and just go up and the chance to meet Matt was great, and he was the last person in the room, and that was awesome. Did you uh, get your selfie for the Bluehost, uh, uh, what do you call it, scavenger hunt? Uh, there was a guy right in front of me. My, my phone had died because I'd taken so oh, no. many pictures and done so many things, so I was totally bummed about that. But the guy in front of me took a, a picture, and he used his camera to take a picture of us together. Uh, I asked him if he would do that. So. Oh, very nice. It was really cool. Um, Very cool. Yeah. My first time I met Matt Mullenweg was at WordCamp US 2016, where he just happened to sit at the one empty seat at our table. And so I got oh, an opportunity to have lunch with him and to kind of talk to him. And a uh, super nice guy, super just really salt of the earth, down to earth kind of person. So, um, and if you, and you were there when I asked him if he would be on the uh, WP Coffee Talk. So you're my witness that he said yes to that. Totally. So. totally. Yeah. <laughs> That so was awesome. Yeah. I, I was like, wow, he just totally agreed to that. And he was like, yeah, let's schedule it. Let's make it happen. I'm really busy right now. It's going to be a little bit, but I will yeah. definitely do that. That was so yeah. cool. Yeah. So I'm excited. So you and he will have been on the same podcast. So that's kind of cool too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So David, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with WordPress. Um, well, I, I looked back in my email to find out when I first started using WordPress. Um, I've been building websites for 21 years. Um, I built my first website as a class project in high school in 1998. And just, I remember uploading the code to my server, uh, my school server, and refreshing my browser. And I was like, wow, this is magic. It was so cool. So I just kept publishing just creatively things for myself and that kind of led to some freelance business and got me started. I, I knew that was something that I always wanted to do. But looking back in my email, the first time I used WordPress was November 16th was the email that I found, which was today. And uh, eight years ago, uh, I helped my friend with his uh, arts business. Um, build a website. So that's when I started. And I actually last Friday uh, converted my website to WordPress completely. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Were you inspired by anything from WordCamp US to kind of push that forward a little bit or? Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to be. Uh, definitely like the value of the weekend was incredible. Like I, $50 for a ticket for something like that was just amazing. And St. Louis was so nice to us and the food was great. And like, I, I learned a lot and I got to meet some really cool people, Kathy Zant and Jennifer Bourne and um, mm -hmm. people at WordFence. And um, yeah. I got to meet you and I got to uh -huh. meet Matt and like, seriously, it's such a great community. And watching, watching that open film was so cool. I was moved to tears. That was just brilliant. That film was amazing. Um, I'm going to get Kathy on the show here before too long, too, and talk about open. So I think oh. Mikey, Mikey Veenstra from uh, WordFence as well. So I think the two of them are going to be on together, which will be the first time I've ever had more than one guest at, the, at a time. So that'll be fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I've been following them on Twitter now and just like seeing all their tweets. And yeah, I'm, d I'm definitely inspired. And I feel like, you know, hearing this, that state of the word and listening to it and how it was comparing um, WordPress to other operating systems was super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And to think about where, where it's been, where it is now, and where it's going to be mm -hmm. is, 
is, yeah, I feel really inspired and I feel like I want to learn a lot more. Yeah, I think that um, that's, that's not uncommon after a WordCamp because certainly um, there's a lot to learn and you come back all kind of jazzed up and, ex- and excited to uh, put some of that learning to work for sure. Yeah. So I just saw you take a sip. Tell us about your mug. I got a preview of it on Twitter yesterday. I love it. Yeah, this is my Wonder Woman mug. I love and it. <laughs> it matches yours. Um, yep, so I've got mine today. Yours. And my sister gave it to me. My sister, uh, Angela, um, I, I'm not sure why she sent me this. It must have been a good deal on Amazon or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, Wonder Woman. Uh, she also just recommended a movie um, to me. So I started watching it. It was about the, um, the guy that created the Wonder Woman comic series. And it, it was a really, so far... <laughs> I had to pause it actually. Like I can't wait to watch the rest of it. It's, it's super cool. But you know, my sister uh, gave me this mug, and she's been a, a, a really uh, important part of shaping kind of my musical interests. And and uh, she's a really creative, really cool person. That's awesome. Is the movie Dr. Marston and the Wonder Women? Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that film. If you are somebody listening to the show or watching the show right now, it is not safe for children. That movie is for adults. <laughs> only yes (laughs) and i won't say why but just take my word for it (laughs) it's very well done though like it's very cinematically beautiful and yeah uh, the music's been great and yeah the subject matter is really cool i should start another podcast just on wonder woman if if people don't know i actually have a whole wall over to the right here that is all wonder woman i've got a cape i've got the last of truth i mean i have all the funko pops i've got so many fun things uh for wonder woman over there happy at um the uh open film after party mentioned behind every great man is a woman you know Mm -hmm. and i i agree with that you know um my wife has been here um to help me and kind of keep me balanced. Um, and she's great. So yeah, that's I, awesome. I appreciate that. I appreciate the wonderful women in my life. <laughs> that's great. What's in your mug? I forgot to ask you that. Well, right now it's water because I've already had two French presses today. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm drinking uh, pumpkin spice latte. I was gifted a box of the pump, uh, Dunkin' Donuts for my birthday last month, and I think I have maybe three left, so I've been kind of slowly drinking them because they are absolutely delicious. I've got the uh, Lavazza uh, espresso. It was, I'm very frugal, so I only buy what's on sale, and uh, Lavazza, like, ground espresso in my uh, French press is perfect. I haven't had French press yet. I might have to try that sometime. I've heard it's wonderful. Um, there was a great online uh, coffee subscription service called Tonks. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, sent me a pour-over coffee uh, set as a gift when I joined in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a free trial. And so I tried, I experimented with the pour-over coffee. You know, I've done the French press. I typically get a, a triple espresso when I go to Starbucks. I get the single origin coffees when I go to my local coffee shops here, Hopscotch Coffee and Soma Coffee, and there's some great coffee in Bloomington. You know, I've been doing the podcast since the end of May, beginning of June. I'm surprised that my my mailbox doesn't fill up with people's coffee recommendations, but maybe someday, maybe someday. Um, Tell us how you got started with WordPress. Well, uh, looking at my email eight years ago, um, I'll, I'll tell you the story about my friend's uh, arts cooperative that he started here in Bloomington. Uh, he went to uh, school for the arts and uh, he was a great uh, person. I really respect his ability to mold the physical world. You know, I can shape the digital world a little bit, but he can actually do bronze work and metal work and sculpting and like work, work physically with his hands. Um, so he, he had all these art, this arts experience, but he needed help with the web website of things. And one of my really good friends, Lan introduced me to Adam and, uh, I just volunteered to help him, uh, with his arts cooperative that he was starting. It was called the train trained eye arts center here in Bloomington. And, 
it was a really cool creative space for people to come in and uh, do their art. And, um, you know, he, he fostered that and uh, rented out some studio spaces and people did their creative stuff. And I tried to promote that. And I helped him uh, build his site using WordPress and start his social media. And that ended up um, being a great startup for him. He ended up leaving. Uh, it kind of died out a little bit. And then he restarted that um, concept as Artisan Alley. And okay. Artisan Alley now is a 501c3 nonprofit here in Bloomington. And that groundwork that we did uh, eight years ago uh, made it possible for the arts uh, to really kind of blossom here in Bloomington. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you, that, so that was your first WordPress website. And um, I'd like to say you got bit by the WordPress bug and uh, <laughs> never looked back. Well, I mean, I think it's important to not put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've played around with Joomla and Drupal and, you know, people come to me and they're on different platforms. So I try to learn as much as I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I installed WordPress on my blog um, seven years ago. I actually looked and found my WordPress.org username and password got sent to me. So that's when I put it on my own site and mm -hmm. I installed it in my slash blog um, folder. But I had like uh, recently I had like 24 static HTML uh, pages as my front end and then had WordPress running. Wow. And I don't know, I've just messed around with lots of different things, but now after going to the WordCamp and just kind of thinking about it, I, I feel like this is a great solution. And, and mm -hmm. seeing one of my uh, people that I really respect, Jeffrey Zeldman, uh, join the automatic team, mm -hmm. that, that kind of really sealed the deal for me. That's um, cool. Yeah. It's funny you say, you know, that, that you don't always want to stick, stick with one solution for every problem. I, I'm constantly reminded of that phrase that says, like, if your only tool is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Yeah. And I think that there, in some cases, everybody says that they can build any site, they can solve any problem with a WordPress site, but that's just not the truth. Sometimes other, um, you know, other uh, processes, other builds are not necessarily as, you know, are better than WordPress and that not and this, WordPress isn't necessarily the right answer. Um, yeah. I taught a beginning 101 class once. Had somebody come in, they literally never built a website before. They had never logged into WordPress before and they wanted to build the next Airbnb. <laughs> I said, well, we're not going to do that in a WordPress 101 class. And honestly, WordPress might not be the best <laughs> solution for them, this at that time. It was about four years ago. So who knows, yeah. you know, but. Well, there's yeah, a lot that, kind of that goes into it. I mean, it's so nice to have a stable platform that I don't, when I want to change something, um, you know, if I had to go back and change those 24 pages, the static, I, I crafted each one of those. I looked at all the meta tags, all the metadata and looking at like Neil Patel's stuff and, and just picking out the best from everywhere that I could find. It was great, and it ranked 100 out of 100 on Google PageSpeed Insights. Um, so I was really happy with my work, but just like thinking about WordPress as a platform and what's possible with it now with the Gutenberg blocks and like the plugins and the themes, the ecosystem is there. It's, it's, mm -hmm. I'm wasting my time by editing my static HTML stuff. Yeah, it does go much faster um, editing-wise, time-wise, if you are using a... Um, a CMS that works for you, like like WordPress does. When yeah, you're looking, like you said, it's not uh, it's not going to solve all your problems. Definitely, right. I was really interested. I met the Gatsby folks and talked right. a little bit about headless WordPress, and like mm -hmm. I I still have so much to learn. Like, there's so many things uh, that you just don't know, and people are doing some really cool things. Uh, right. Yeah. And yeah, I've been true. kind of following the Twitter. Twitterverse uh, and Matt's been talking about the headless and like uh, headless stuff and whether or not that's like the future and like um, I don't know I think what's important is like do what works for you and your business processes and yeah. 
you, you shouldn't ever force anything on somebody. You got to really listen to people and understand uh, what their goals are. Yeah, I agree. When you look at other sites or even sites you've created in the past, what do you think is something that we as, um, you know, as a community building websites don't focus enough attention on that would make sites better and stronger for end users? Yeah. Well, um, I talked about Jeffrey Zeldman a little bit and uh, the kind of story that I, I like to tell is like when I first started building sites in 1998, it was really fun. I actually linked on my site to the first site I ever built that's still available using the Wayback Machine and archive.org, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great service if you don't know about the Wayback Machine. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I linked to the first website as a site on the 1960s and some of the images aren't there anymore because I didn't save my images locally. I linked out to them. Mm-hmm. I would do things a lot differently now. But um, yeah, the, uh, sorry, I forgot where I was going with that. That's okay. We were talking about what you would do differently um, to make a website better and stronger for the end oh, user. Okay. Yeah. So I was really focused on like the creative aspect of building the site, the graphic design, the, backgrounds and like um, the images that I was using uh, in my first project uh, I really like had so much fun at just kind of creating something and it was like mm-hmm. I felt artistic in what I was doing um, but then after I read Jeffrey's book um, designing with web standards it was the third edition and I I just it just changed my process completely over to building a website outline and, and separating like my uh, information from the actual design and not mixing in my CSS with my code anymore and keeping everything separate so that I could focus on the information architecture and the things that people were really coming to the site for. They weren't coming to the site to see my beautiful design. They were coming to the site to, to serve, serve the purpose. And a lot of times it was to seek the information that they needed to fulfill whatever they were trying to do. And so when I read that, I think that completely changed my process over to um, listening to the business owner, listening to the people that I'm building a site for trying to understand their goals and then creating the information architecture first before I focused on the design. And I think that that's what we should all focus more on is uh, not just, yeah, let's build this, let's get it started, let's pick a theme, let's pick all these plugins. Let's think about the information, business name, address, phone number, mm-hmm. and then what is what do people why are people coming here what do they need to see what do they need to find and think about the information first Mm -hmm. i've um referred to uh amazon.com very frequently when people talk about purpose of their site because the amazon website isn't pretty it isn't like you know it's it's well done i'm not saying it isn't well done but it isn't graphically ethereal and you know beautiful and it doesn't just like draw you in in an artistic way because that's not the purpose of the amazon website the amazon website its purpose is to sell you and make you buy things and they do a beautiful job of the way that they organize data the way that they organize their store um and it's amazing how smart they've built it so that even if i misspell something even if i use one word it can still find and suggest to me things that I'm actually looking for. It's like, it's almost scary, (laughs) but yeah, you're right. It's all about the purpose of the site and good design should follow that. So I agree with that. When, um, what's something that you wish you had known earlier in your WordPress journey that you've learned since that might've made things easier earlier on? Uh, that's a really tough question. You know, you, I had one client just tell me one time, you don't know what you don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I like that quote. I say that yeah. quite a bit. Um, 
you know, for me, it was the value of my work. Like when I first started my, cause I was freelance before I started working with give, I was charging three to $500 for a, a huge website because I thought, Oh, I could crank these things out. Like I was not valuing my time. I wasn't valuing my work. Once I learned that I stopped working as much because I could make money doing good design and not have to do a bunch of, you know, crappy websites. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I mean, I wish that I had information uh, about what was going to happen and unfold in front of me, uh, mm -hmm. like back to the future, you know, you go back. <laughs> sure. uh, but, you know, we talked earlier, like what would happen if you had all this money? What would happen if like uh, you were suddenly thrust into the spotlight and you were famous? Like, how would you handle that? I, I don't really know the answer to that question, honestly. Like, I think it's, it is a long journey to get to this point and I'm heading in a, a good direction and I took a lot of lessons and learning um, that if I would have known something immediately, um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a really good answer for that. I, would you have started attending WordCamps sooner? Yeah, I think being part of the community earlier would have helped me um, get get here quicker, um, I would have more experience and be more valuable today. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that would be a good lesson. Yeah. When, um, when you think back over the meetups that you've, you know, I know you said you actually uh, used to coordinate some meetups and the WordCamp that you were just at, what would you say is one or two maybe pivotal moments um, or something that just really made a difference and impacted you in a way? And what was it? Um, <clears throat> well, it, it, it's been really helpful to be an organizer of a meetup. And I had a web design meetup group, uh, 172 members. Um, and I ran six meetups. And it was really... I also ran my son's five, five, six, seven, eight-year-old Little League baseball team. And it's, it's a similar type of thing, having to organize uh, and plan. And I realized I'm not real good at that. Like, I'm not a real good manager. I'm not a real good... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just need help with with certain things i i think that that was one of the lessons that i've learned is like to be more effective i need to work with other people i need to work on a team and i i need to rely on other people more that i can't do everything myself when you look at wordcamp us other than meeting matt wellenweg what was um you know one of the talks that you really took something away from or somebody that you met um, that you were just like, wow, I can't believe I just shook so-and-so's hand. Well, definitely meeting Matt at the work, my first WordCamp this year, um, November 1st through the 3rd. Like, that was so cool. Um, and, and just really being in the third row for the state of the word, just sitting behind the first three rows, the people that were in front of me were actually core contributors to WordPress. They were the team. They knew Matt on a personal basis. And the guy in front of me was just like taking pictures. And I'm sure he knows him on a personal basis, but it's like the fact that the guy in front of me that knows him probably is just like inspired by all of this. So how, like, that's so cool. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I, that, that was probably a very pivotal moment. Um, and, you know, when I, when I look back to at Google, I love Google. I'm a huge Google fan. Mm -hmm. um, Google sent me a Chrome CR48 uh, laptop in the mail. Um, wow. I was a beta tester for that program. And uh, I got to talk to Sundar Pichai on Quora. Uh, he sent me a message back and forth. And, like, uh, so those are little pivotal moments when people uh, actually, like, acknowledge you and, like, um, respond to you and talk mm -hmm. to you and, yeah. and I've had that happen a couple times and it's awesome 
Yeah, I agree. Those are, I, I call them almost like mountaintop moments. Like you feel like you just got recharged in a huge way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, like what you do and, and how you acquire your customers. And, you know, do you, are you designing more locally? Do you have a global, um, you know, c- client base? Talk a little bit about what you do there. Um, I am not global. No. But I do work with a great uh, Indian programmer, Akshay. Uh, I've been working with him since March. And um, yeah, I've lived in Bloomington since I was uh, in fourth grade. So I moved here from Dodge City, Kansas. I got out of Dodge. (laughs) Literally. uh, Yeah, literally. Bloomington is this great little bubble and this great little universe and i haven't escaped it yet and it's got so many cool little things going on that there's so many people around here that need help and uh so i've i've focused all my work locally um and so i went to ivy tech and uh, indiana university and um you know just great local schools and i got to meet a lot of really cool people and that just um my first project was for a local uh, local clothing shop. Um, the store owner went to the same high school that I went to, Bloomington North. And um, I set up an OS Commerce open source uh, e-commerce installation for them. And I had no idea what I was doing. But they trusted me and it was great. It led to um, me being referred to other projects and it just kept going and just kept snowballing. And, um, yeah, so most of my business has been very local Mm -hmm. and, uh, I continue to work with some really, really cool clients. Uh, got to work with a world champion bull rider, a lady that, um, sells Olympic quality Belgian warm blood horses and, uh, a bassoon teacher at Indiana University and like uh, just just like everybody needs help and that's some of the most awesome uh, that's one of the most awesome parts about doing this is like you get to meet so many people and so many see so many different businesses and different business models and how things work. When I was freelancing, I always liked working with local people too, because you could actually sit down for a cup of coffee in the same room yeah. and discuss things. You're not doing things via email. You're not doing things over, you know, Google Hangouts or Zoom or any of those kinds of things, um, you know, which all are, are great too. I mean, I had a client that was in the Philippines that I never met face-to-face, but the local customers were the ones that I could really, you know, they're the ones that were really doing a lot of the word of mouth and referral marketing for me as well. So yeah, there's definitely um, a benefit to building your local business like that. That's awesome. Yeah, I had one of my clients invite me to a networking event for the Chamber of Commerce. And like uh, one thing that Jennifer Bourne said in her talk is every business owner wants to be uh, remembered, respected, and referred. Mm-hmm. And like I've mentioned that a couple times since the WordCamp and just like, it's so true and just just helping local people they'll refer you and they want to um you know bring you in i i've been to bni meetings i've been to uh young professionals meetings young professional bloomington i think it's really key to network in your local community and try and help your local community uh with the things that you have the skills to to bring i think that's great if you were talking to somebody who's building their first website, what are two or three must-have plugins that you would recommend? Well, um, one of the first things that I install is WordFence right away because I want to make sure I don't get hacked into, I don't expose my domain to that's spammers right. because soon, yeah, <laughs> WordFence definitely. Um, and that's not just because I met Kathy and all the people there. It's it, that helps a lot too but like seriously uh it is something i used before i even met them and it's a great tool Mm -hmm. um, and it works really well so word fence definitely and 
I'm, I'm really interested in search engine optimization and making sure that the information that people are really trying to find shows up in the best place possible, which is Google. Um, you know, that's where almost all the searches start. Um, so search engine optimization wise, Yoast SEO is, is really key, really important. Mm -hmm. So definitely, um, those two plugins, let me look at my other plugins that I have. Um, Akismet, I, I paid for that license. It's definitely worth that. Um, Jetpack, I have, um, yeah, and those, those are definitely some really good plugins. Yeah, for sure. What do you use for forms? I'm always curious what people are using for forms. I actually talked to a client yesterday. He told me uh, since I built his site, he's had 100 and, over 115 uh, responses on his contact forms. And uh, I said, how many of those are spam? Like, he said, none of them. And I was like, oh, thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> every single contact form was a, a relevant lead. That's um, but if you look on mine, it's just a simple Google form. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I use Google forms and then I use a uh, add-on plugin called uh, email notifications for forms that was built by Amit Agarwal. And he, uh, so it's a freemium model, but the free uh, product allows you to not only store your responses in a Google spreadsheet, but also attach it as a PDF and mm. you can customize the email that it sends and the PDF and everything. It's great. Wow. That's great. Fantastic. Every, we, we have a battle of the forms here at the Rochester meetup every once in a while because everybody's so tied to their forms. You know, it's like, like say, who's your host? Who's, who do you recommend for hosting? And everybody has a different idea of who the best host is, you know, um, same is true for forms around here. I really like Google Forms. It's a really simple solution. And, um, you know, Google's really good at spam filtering and all that stuff. And, yeah, true. But it's not, it's honestly, it's not the best integration right now. If you look at my site, it's, I see like a really ugly iframe around my mm. embed. And mm -hmm. um, so I hope people forgive me for that until I fix that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just redid my entire site three days ago um, and, and launched it on WordPress last Friday and then scrambled to fix everything. But I and kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so happy with it now. I, I used the Chaplin theme too, which uh, mm -hmm. the guy that built that theme, the new WordPress 2020 theme, he was uh, the main designer behind that. So I wanted to check out Chaplin. Um, and use that and that was I it's great it's, oh, awesome. it's such a great theme I love when you find a theme that you really like yeah that's and the whole the, the whole jazz thing too like uh, that that got me too so one of your questions is like uh, a hidden talent so oh, I've, I've, oh. I'm looking forward uh, to that one that's coming up in a little bit um, at any point in your WordPress journey or your web design journey even, have you had a mentor, uh, whether it was officially a mentor or somebody who kind of you looked up to or took you under their wing, and who was it? Yeah, I've had a lot of mentors. Um, I've had a lot of people, and I didn't realize they were mentors until like I was older and understood what a mentor really was. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of great coaches and mentors, you know. Mm -hmm. I ran into, I went to Gregory Allen Isaacoff the other day and at the Buskirk Chumley Theater and one of my mentors was my seventh grade band teacher, um, Mr. Austin, and he was the usher there and I was just like, thank you for like helping me learn saxophone and just being a great, like, great guy, like a great band teacher. So my yeah. band teacher, uh, Miss Stockhouse at Bloomington North, she was the coolest lady we went all over all over the country and uh rose bowl parade and the lionel hampton jazz festival and we went wow. to toronto and just like um uh dr grossman was my baseball coach um his son rex played for the chicago bears in the super bowl mm -hmm. uh, he was on my baseball team and just like 
the tenacity and the fire in the belly and like my baseball coach in Bloomington North, like uh, he was a great coach and like um, the teachers, like the teacher, the teachers at my junior year in high school um, that allowed me the freedom to teach myself web design. Mm -hmm. Um, That was awesome. Like that was pivotal. That's awesome. Who's somebody that you look up to or that you admire in the WordPress community and why? Definitely like the plugin developers, the theme developers, the, all the people in the ecosystem. Um, just that was great meeting some of these people. Um, yeah, Jeff, Jeffrey Zeldman, like, uh, and, and, like I got to meet the Green Geek CEO. Like I had a client that was on that. He he was super great. He's super personable and told me about like how all the hosting people are all like part of this great community and like they all get along and it's not like that's another thing about like the technology universe. It's like we're all so helpful and like rely on each other's code in this open source uh, world that we live in and. Um, of course, there are some bad players out there that are, you know, but uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think there's so many people out there. Um, Definitely. What's something that you'd want to learn in WordPress that you haven't tackled yet? Hmm. Yeah. Um, Maybe you're happy with what you know. No, no, I, I definitely want to know more. Um, yeah, I would, I'd like to kind of understand PHP better. Um, I don't know that very well. I've looked at it for a long time and I've copied and pasted so many times things that I, I can read through, but if I knew that better, um, I, I definitely enjoy both the front end and the back end stuff. Uh, I run uh, my own server and I've got like 80 some clients on my server. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I really enjoy kind of the whole, the whole thing. I just really like looking at the, the database of WordPress and seeing mm-hmm. how clean it is, how the files are so clean, how modular the content folder is with the plugins and the themes and stuff. But the the actual code um, and learning more about the the ecosystem, what people are doing, like the Gatsby stuff, mm-hmm. the headless stuff. The I talked to um, Tim from Stray Cat Digital about learning management systems. Uh, I don't know a lot about um, course course development and selling courses and. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take a lot of the knowledge that I have um, from the experience that I've built up and be able to share that easily mm-hmm. uh, in the right way. So I have some learning to do in terms of uh, what's out there, what's available uh, to set up a somewhat, somewhat of a, a learning environment for people mm-hmm. to, because I, I want to give back, I want to teach other people how to do these things too. Sure. That's great. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made in WordPress and what did you learn from it? Do I have to do this on live? Um, okay. Um, what's the biggest mistake? Oh, okay. Well, that's probably has to do with just the backup situation and just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, winging it. A, a lot of like what I've done is just been like, let's do it and just build it and go and like, um, you know, not, I, I built, uh, I spent 40 hours, 50 hours building a, a site and then relied on somebody local. Like you can, I definitely want to go local first. Right. Um, but when I chose somebody local first for my hosting, uh, I realized that that was a bad idea. Um, and I trusted that he was doing the right thing and it just didn't work out. So having a really good hosting provider was really important. Um, 
So I ended up losing a client's site completely and, mm. and didn't have a backup and he didn't have a backup. And I just had to write a, a really uh, difficult apology letter and just like, uh, I just felt really bad about the whole thing. Yeah. So from that point on, I, I was much more <laughs> cognizant of that. I um I had a, a customer once who I was building lots of websites for. She had all these different projects, but her main business, she had not asked me to rebuild that site yet. Somebody else had built it. Somebody else was hosting it. And something happened. I don't know whether it was a credit card issue or whatever. And she neglected to pay her hosting bill. So they deleted her website. And so she says to me, can you get it back? I'm like, no, I can't just get it back. I said, but I can rebuild it. And before I even said I could rebuild it, I went on uh, the Wayback Machine, archive.org, and found all of her content was still there. You yeah. know, so the content is what she owns. That's how it was all her information. She wrote it. So I was able to rebuild the website in about four hours because yeah. I used I used a page builder where I could just replicate the pages quickly, copy and paste the content. She was lucky, <laughs> but, but that was her mistake was always pay your hosting bill too. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I had a client let a domain go into domain redemption the other day and uh, mm -hmm. they got it. They got it back. That stuff happens and you know, people ignore those emails and they get flooded with uh, phone calls that, People say, think our Google, the Google never calls you, by the way, unless you right. want them to. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, people, that, that stuff happens all the time. And yeah. uh, it's always it, our problem to fix it. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, I think it's important to ask somebody. You know, you can't just ignore that stuff, it's super yeah. critical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your proudest WordPress moment? Oh, I, I think going back and just like thinking about eight years to the day, like of starting out with that trained eye, I, I had lost my job at that point in time. I was on unemployment and just like feeling kind of worthless. So it was great to like take some of my time and invest it in, in that. And um, where they're at now today is, is great. Just like I was there two days ago talking to a glass artist there who designed my necklace here and oh, cool. I wear it every day and like looking at where he's come, come, come along. He's got, uh, just a beautiful spot right on the beeline trail. And he's, his, he didn't know glass blowing. Uh, very well. This was one of his first necklaces that he built at this location. And now, two days ago when I was there seeing his shop, he's got huge equipment. He's got this and this and this, and he's got all this glass and he's like selling on Facebook and selling like, um, so that's possible because of WordPress and Word, the sites that we've built for Artisan Alley, and we've built five sites now for Artisan Alley that there's um, a made shop, which is um, things that are made locally by the artisan. Mm -hmm. So it's made.artisanalley.com. That's one installation of WordPress. Twisted.artisanalley.com, which is another location in Bloomington on Kirkwood that has uh, alternative art and has a great, um, photography business in there and she sells plants too and just like all these little tiny artists uh things in these different buildings um burl ingot.artisanalley.com is the tool library that he has for the community to come and rent tools and things um he's got some really industrial people over there working on some like industrial art things um, dimensions.artisanalley.com is this art gallery, this really nice, finer art gallery where people sell their, their work. Um, it's, it's just, I think I got all of them. Um, 
Yeah, so there's like five domains and he's got so much going on and just being a part of that is my proudest moment. That's very cool. I like that a lot. It's nice when your proudest moment can be about what you did for somebody else. That's very cool. If you weren't working in web and web technologies and building other people's websites, et cetera, what's another career that you might like to attempt? Um, being a teacher. Mm -hmm. What would you teach? Technology. Makes sense. <laughs> I like that. Um, what's something on your bucket list? Uh, to finish my four-year degree, um, yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list. To go skydiving. Um, yeah, you're, I'm never going to jump out of an airplane, so you can have that one all to yourself. <laughs> I might try a hot air balloon someday, but I'm always, but I'm not going to jump from that either. <laughs> well, I always wanted to do that too, so I googled Bloomington hot air balloons and found the worst website I could find, and I offered. Uh, to help them and it turned into an amazing relationship with Warren Smith. He doesn't fly anymore. He's retired, but I've, I've been able to go out three or four times um, because I helped him build his, his big red balloons.com and his, uh, and it, it was great. So um, that's is it another. Is it as magical as I expect it would be? Yeah, it's quite the experience. I felt really like, some spiritual moments being up above everything and like looking down it was so cool it was like i just wanted to pick things up and like move them around <laughs> it felt very sim city like you know yeah. <laughs> i love it but i totally see like why real estate developers like fly around and stuff to like mm -hmm. look at property and um and it's so cool it's so peaceful until all of a sudden you hear <laughs> And then it stops and then it's peaceful for a little while. But when you do that, the animals are just like, you see the animals. Oh, I around. believe. I believe. And it. Warren is such a great pilot. He was able, we took off from Owen Valley High School and we went across this like little um, creek or whatever. He set us down in between the trees in the creek, touched the basket in the water and got my feet wet and then took back off. That's cool. It was crazy, kind of learning about that, mm -hmm. learning about the hot air balloon business while building his site and just like taking all sorts of photos. And I love photography and video stuff. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was just so much fun doing what you love every day, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. So show us or tell us about your hidden talent, which you already gave us a preview of a little bit. Um, so let's see it. That looked like a saxophone to me. Yeah. All right, I'll play it for you. Okay, awesome. And I picked a song, uh, Seven Years. Okay. Can you hear that? Yep, yep. Kenny G of WordPress. I just got it fixed. 
That was nice. I love the sound of the saxophone. I played that in high school. And uh, I, I made it into the top band, the top classical band my freshman year in high school. Nice. And I was just so happy with that. And I love music. And so I just got this kind of like need to get it fixed. I just wanted to play. And uh, I looked around and I found a local guy and it was great. He fixed it. It's in better condition than it was in high school when I used nice. it for March again. So. I played the French horn, mellophone, and trumpet back then. Oh, but cool. that was it was over 30 years ago, so I don't even know if I'd remember all the fingering now, but yeah. You wouldn't, but it would, it's <laughs> like riding a bike, you know? It yeah, just it'll come back. back. And it's so fun. It's like, it really takes you back to that, that time. It really yeah. does. That's very cool. Very, very you cool. So, give it a shot. I don't even have any instruments anymore, but maybe, no maybe I'm, yeah, I'll try one. Let's see if I can find something on uh, Facebook Marketplace, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, totally. So tell everybody, how do we find you? What's your website, social media, Twitter, all of that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, well, my website's davidmartindesign.com. Uh, if you, the username, uh, tomorrow's my birthday. Um, so my username is my birthday. And I, I like to have a username that is unique. So I'd like to think I'm the only David111780. If you just search for that, you'll find probably everything I've ever done, which is kind of scary, but um, yeah. Uh, well, happy birthday. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be 39 years young tomorrow. I just turned 51 last month, so I got a few years on you. Yeah, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoy your birthday. Thanks so much for being with us on the show today. Really appreciate getting to introduce you to the WordPress world and the WP Coffee Talk part of it, especially. And uh, it was great meeting you at WordCamp US and, uh, you know, wish you continued great success. And I hope that our paths cross again. Yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. I'm sure I'll run into you a lot more in the future. And, Sounds uh, good. It's so nice to be a part of the community and it was so welcoming this, this last year. Yeah. And I, I'm, I brought my friend Adam uh, with me from Artisan Alley this year and Jay, my other buddy, uh, came with me too. So uh, I plan on bringing other people, you know, in the future along because it's, it's a special thing that's going on. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. So uh, we will see everybody next time on WP Coffee Talk. And uh, David, I will see you on Twitter. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. WP Coffee Talk with Michelle Frechette is a proud supporter of WP and Up, whose mission is to support and promote positive mental health within the WordPress community. Visit their website at wpandup.org.